Hello and welcome to Our Life in Horror. We are a horror movie podcast with the gore-filled side of news, physical media, and everything spooky. My name is Brendan, a horror addict since birth, and with me is my horror queen, Sam. Hi guys, we are Our Life in Horror, and you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Our email is ourlifeinhorror at hotmail.com. And today we have a special guest. We have Bo from Critic After Dark on Instagram. Hi, Bo. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thank you. um how did you get into horror oh wow that's a long story uh (laughs) i'll keep it short and simple my when i was really young my stepdad used to let me watch horror movies without my mom knowing and (laughs) she'd know she'd find out later though when i'd sneak in the room probably (laughs) because i was too scared to sleep alone but (laughs) but uh yeah one of the first movies i think i watched that got me sucked in was Fright Night when I was about six. Okay. And that one, it's not that scary now, but it's pretty scary if you're six years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think, like, the mask scared me when I was six years old. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't mask, blame you. <laughs> the, the mask was a creepy movie, actually. <laughs> Jim Carrey does a good job now. But yeah, yeah, just I started watching really young and just kept with it. Pretty much my whole life. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. So we know you through Brendan. Brendan, how did you guys meet? (laughs) (laughs) We met on Marketplace. (laughs) Facebook. Buying movies. (laughs) movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're local to us, which is nice. We're all in the same city. (laughs) Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, What have you been watching lately? Um, I actually haven't been watching a lot of horror at the moment it's i've been doing a lot of like superhero movies i've been sucked into marvel universe right now but but uh we saw that right you're uh, ranking them yeah yeah i just i hadn't seen a lot of the ones that weren't the mcu so i just went back and watched all of them and just decided hey why not rank them while you're watching them it's it's fun it's like a little game there's <laughs> a lot of marvel movies <laughs> I know there was 64 that I've watched. Wow. In the course of about a month and a half, I watched 64 Marvel movies. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yes. And then I just ranked them as I watched them. Even the ones I had already seen, I watched them again just to make sure they get a proper ranking. But but yeah, that's what I've been doing for about a month now. Yeah. But I'm just getting back into horror. Brendan? Um, Besides Hatchet? Um, we watched The Black Coat's Daughter last night. Yeah. And I watched Black Adam on Wednesday. I yeah, I just watched Black is. Adam. What What do you think about Black Adam? Uh, here's the thing. The DC movies have been a little bit less than the MCU movies, but I still didn't mind Black Adam. I thought I thought it was fun. Yep. DC is a lot darker too, right? Like they don't mind just murdering people constantly on screen, which is nice. Yeah, that's that's definitely one thing I appreciated about this was some a superhero using his, like I guess not a superhero, but an antihero actually using his superpowers to kill people. Yes, yeah, I can't believe it doesn't happen more often. <laughs> yeah, they don't care in that in the DC universe. That's one thing I like about them more, but they do need to get their writing a little better. Oh, for sure. That's that's about it. Um, my opinion on Black Adam. 
Yeah. The only thing I I see, I was watching a shitty stream of it. Like it definitely wasn't perfect. Uh, so I couldn't tell if this the CGI was good or not. Was it? It was. Yes, I yeah. watched it on 4K, and it's it was the visuals were actually really good. Okay. It, it, it shocked me actually at some parts because that that's kind of where the movie shined was its sound and visuals especially on 4k but yeah like uh there's a well so there is actually a couple moments where uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson's face is a little like you can tell it's computerized a couple yeah. at a couple moments like it looks animated I don't know if you ever if you remember the Scorpion King from like 2001 oh, with yeah. the rock. Yeah. Well, at the end of that movie, it's known to have some of the worst CG ever with the rock. And it kind of reminded me of that when I was watching it. it. His face at one moment looked like just a computerized face of himself. But other than that one moment, I think it was pretty solid throughout. Yeah, when I got to the end there, because I was watching on such a shitty scream and they have the big villain boss who's pretty much like resembles a devil yes he's like completely all cgi so i was like I, I at the time i thought it was pretty bad looking but if you say it looked good I, i'll believe you maybe i'll have to go back when it comes to streaming <laughs> catch it yeah yeah it's it's hard streaming's tough too because sometimes like the stream can lag out at a certain moment so you you don't know right but yeah but here's the thing it, to each their own on movies like that because some people like so you can like it and not notice sometimes. Like maybe I might have not even noticed that it was bad because I was just so sucked into the action or something. So who knows, right? Yeah, that's true. I definitely don't think that Black Adam should be getting all the hate it's getting. Uh, Black Adam hard take here. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on quickly. But yeah, oh, no, that's okay. Getting... You guys do your thing. <laughs> it is getting a lot of hate and I don't get why it gets got that much hate like it's no. kind of crazy it's i felt crazy. bad for the rock a bit because he was defending himself and he's and... he's been trying to get this movie made for like 10 years like and then he finally yeah. gets it made and then everybody just shits on it when i think he's actually <laughs> like a perfect like black adam like he just reminds me of the comic book character 100 percent. oh i know yeah i've geez i used to be a huge wrestling fan back in the attitude era and the early the late 90s and mid 2000s and the rock was like my idol basically growing up so watching him become the greatest they're the biggest movie star on earth has been a delight I like that. Uh, so when I, every time i get to see him in anything it's nice that's, that's awesome all right, all right. we'll get off of the black adam <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're a horror movie podcast still guys um Sam, you've watched some classics this week. Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I only just now watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> so while, oh Brent, while Brendan was watching, what is it, Black Adam? Yeah. Black Adam. I was watching Texas Chainsaw in bed, and it took me three nights to watch because I'm a tired bitch. And I would eat a gummy, like an edible before bed, and I would just sit there and watch it. And I loved it. And I'm surprised because I'm not big on older movies. It takes a lot for me to like them. And this actually, it could have been the weed, but it creeped me out. <laughs> it was actually pretty scary. Like, I don't know. I, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. So I'm glad I got to see it because I am a big Texas Chainsaw fan, but I've only seen the newer one. Like, I'm a big Jessica Biel fan. Like, that remake was really, really good. 
So I'm glad that I got to see the OG. And oh, and then I watched the 3D one right after, which is the direct sequel. Yeah. Which uh, I have different feelings for. <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed the watch, but I didn't like how they made you kind of like he became like a family member kind of and made you feel for him. And I want Leatherface to be scary. And it just made him not scary by the end of it. So. Yeah, that's what I've been watching. Yeah, I was surprised when you said you liked it. I didn't think you were going to like the original Texas Chainsaw. I think I might have put it off for so long because I thought I wasn't going to like it either. Mm-hmm. But I'm ready to find the second one and watch it. But I can't find it on any... Uh... I have it downstairs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but that means I have to watch it out here. Yeah, I like to be in the safety of my own bed when I eat edibles. <laughs> the second one's a lot different than the first is it that's what i told her too i'm like just yeah. brace yourself but like in what way uh well the first one goes really hard on the scary factor right like it's trying to creep you out yeah the second one's more comedy i, I find comedy okay. based yeah, definitely there's like a huge tonal shift okay I'll, I'll still give it a shot don't know if i'll love it, it but <laughs> it's still made by toby hooper and like uh I think uh, Gunnar Hansen is back to play Leatherface, and yeah, I know, I know they replaced Chop Top. Uh, it, he was replaced, but like all the main the central characters are still back. Okay, I'll give it a shot. It's still fun. I'll watch that one with you because I haven't. I've only seen it once. I think. Okay, then we'll watch it out here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. Um. We will move on to physical media collected. Bo. What have you collected lately? Um, in the horror category, there hasn't been a ton to come out lately. It can be anything. I've, yeah, I've been buying a lot of older movies. I just picked up uh, a movie called The Blood Beast Terror. Never heard of. I haven't movie. watched it yet. It's from the sixties. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you guys know who Peter Cushing is. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's big horror legend, big horror legend from the '60s and '70s, and he he uh, is the star of it. So I'm kind of interested in that. And I've also picked up. Well, actually, I have They Live pre-ordered on 4K, which comes this Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I don't have got... any copy of They Live at all. You got the Steelbook? Yeah, the Steelbook edition. Yeah, I got. I think the... it's Scream Factory. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I got the, uh, Sam got me the 4K last year for Christmas, so I just cannot, even though in the steelbook looks really good, I just cannot bring myself to double dip on that movie. Oh, it's expensive. It's crazy. I wouldn't double dip either, but I don't even have one copy of it, so I'm yeah, happy to get that. Fair enough, definitely get a, get, a, get the steelbook then. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's, well, I got, actually, I picked up a couple others too. I'll, I'll bring them up. I just got... I just ordered last night. I got the Omen collection that I believe you have, the Screen Factory one. Yeah, the Ultimate Collection. Yeah, it was on sale on Amazon last night. So I was like, oh, I'm grabbing it. So I just ordered it right away. So I'm looking forward to that. That's coming tomorrow, thank God. So I'm going to probably do a watch on all of those because I've only ever actually seen, believe it or not, the original and then the remake from like 2006. I've never seen any of the sequels in between. I don't think I've seen any of them. Maybe the remake, but... I made it up to... I don't think I watched 
the awakening i think was the fourth one omen the awakening um i did see the rest of them but like that was when i first bought the omen dvd box set that came out a long time ago yeah um but i haven't i haven't revisited them since Hmm. yeah looking forward to that yeah what have you guys what have you picked up uh actually it's been kind of steelbook city over here um my terrifier 2 steelbook came in and then uh my halloween ends steelbook came in and halloween ends Ugh. <laughs> don't even get me started on that one <laughs> i know yeah that steelbook is beautiful though it's worth having it's definitely like the second nicest steel book in the entire like trilogy, and it's I the know. first movie. <laughs> you have the first two steel books, so you have to get the third one. I know. I feel <laughs> bad not getting it. I know. But like Brendan told me, he came over and told me that the movie was not that great, and I was like, "Come on, it's Michael Myers. How can it not be good?" And then I watched it the other night. And you were so right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> i know i fell asleep in theaters well hey, i was a little drunk but yeah. and it was t- it was just boring like yeah. the start of yeah. it yeah yeah my my kids love the halloween movies and they even they were like what is this like I, I, that was my reaction yeah. what the fuck is this yeah. <laughs> well even some of the people that we went with liked it and maybe one person i thought it was alicia and brady liked they liked it because they don't like horror movies and oh, it was tame. Yeah, true. <laughs> it is tame, yeah. I was excited because they came and saw kills with us and I was like, that was sweet. And then like I'm like pumped up for them to come to another horror movie with us. And they're like, Yeah, we enjoyed that. I'm like, because it wasn't even horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it shocked me. I like, like I looked it up to make sure the director was the same because I thought maybe they switched out the director or something. No, because it didn't feel like it was even part of the other two. It was really weird to me. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of like backstory going on with that movie because COVID happened as as soon as they were going to start filming, so it got delayed for like four years, and then extra writers came on and I think fucked around with it too much. And that'll do it. Yeah, so they had to. They somehow had to incorporate like a time jump because the original idea was to keep it all in one night on the same halloween night but uh because of the covid and everybody aging of course on top of that you can't can't do that yeah yeah well thankfully the covid's um, hopefully behind us so now we can get back to real hollywood here yeah all the movies again yeah what was the other steelbook i got because i got one other one oh you put them downstairs in jail oh yeah i did i honestly I can't remember either. Yeah. Um, I just got uh the green room in the mail. Yes. We watched cool. that we watched that the other night too, actually. I have not seen that, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, it's very good. It's I very really tense. liked it. Yeah. That was really good. And there's not a lot of gore in it, but when there is, it's very good. Yeah, very like unsettling gore. Yeah. Like Sh- shocking. Yeah. Um, but that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I can't think of anything else at the moment off the top of my head that I got. Might be it. I think it might be. I got a lot of stuff in the, coming in the mail, but yeah, that's the same with me. All my stuff is pre-ordered. Yeah, <laughs> it's all coming. And this January's got a few good releases. I I'll mention one more cool thing. Actually, it's 
it's not horror though, but it's a Jackie Chan collection that Shout Factory just put out. <laughs> okay. It's actually, I'm so excited because I've been a Jackie Chan fan my whole life as well. And there, it's all his 70s movies in one collection from Shout Factory, and it's in a really nice box. So I have yeah. that coming next week. So I'm really excited on that. Oh, but nice. yeah, that, that's about it for January. Hmm. Well, then you get all the like the regular releases and stuff too. Did you end up watching that? Uh, oh, I uh, guess I'm going to come over and pick up We Pray to the Devil or whatever that movie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, Pray for the Devil. I haven't watched it yet. No, it, I've heard. The trailer looked good though. Like I heard, looked... heard some rough things about it, but that's the thing. I've heard bad things as well, so it's hard to know. Like the trailer sucked me in, and then everybody says it's not very good. So I have to make up my own opinion on that one. But who knows? Yeah, I don't. Like I was going to come pick it up from you, but your back is hurting, so I'm like, I'm not going to make you walk all the way downstairs <laughs> to come pick it up. And plus, I don't even know when we're going to get to it because we're loaded up. With so many yeah, movies to watch. Might have to carry me back up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of trailers, you want to get into news then? Yeah, so I got three actually exciting trailers to talk about today. Um, the first one we're going to talk about is Fear. I did not get a release date on that, but um, initial thoughts for you guys? Um, I actually, at first, I thought it looked a little too low budget but then as the trailer went on it sucked me in quite a bit it uh this is the one that looked like evil dead right no 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 that's uh legions legions okay sorry i just got them swapped up on you that's okay i watched i watched a bunch of trailers yesterday and i couldn't <laughs> remember which one was for what Here's so, the one that the title card kind of reminds me of Candyman. It's like bright yellow and yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That one of the of the trailers I watched, I feel like that one was definitely the weakest of them. But it, it still looked enticing. Like I, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it could be fun. Like yeah, it's gonna be like spooky fun. Like it's gonna be dark. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Boogeyman too. I, I don't really remember that movie. Yeah. Boogeyman too. That's yeah. a that's a hard one to remember. Um, I think the idea was that they're all in, a, in an asylum and they all had like these phobias. So in Boogeyman too, the Boogeyman would take. Uh, uh, that's right. For? He would use their, right. their their fears against them. Yeah, and kill them in that way. I watched a movie that had that idea too with the whole whatever they're most afraid of they stick them in a room and force them to I can't remember what the movie was now but that's what it reminded me of when I watched the trailer yeah so it's not like it's it a does, new idea but... no it's been done before <laughs> yeah but... yeah it, it does look heavy on the door which yeah might be good it might help out right yeah this one almost looks like the demon is like if there is a demon it's like using their fears to like give itself power and that's how it's gonna get strong and come out on the end yeah yeah. yeah, that one we'll have to wait and see on that one because that's that's an iffy one. You never know on those. The trailers can sometimes trick you and make you think it's much better than it is, or vice versa. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a Walmart twelve dollar DVD for sure. <laughs> um, the next trailer. Well, since you brought it up, let's talk about Legions, the <laughs> Argentina movie. Um, I do not have a release date for any of these. I did not write them down. So this one, up. I this one I liked a lot. 
Like this one really caught me off guard. I was shocked. I had never heard of it until you mentioned it to me. And I, I just, I love demon movies, especially in the vein of evil dead, like the same style of it. And it just reminded me of like a foreign version of evil dead, which is interesting because it will be a new take on it. Right. Like different, mm-hmm. it'll be like uh, a different cultures take on what they would do with evil dead demons. So it looks interesting to me. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. I think this movie looks like a blast. That's exactly what it reminded me of too. Evil dead in another culture. Yeah. And I love all the like contortioning and everything. It's so, it gives you the heebie-jeebies, all the cracks and yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely hope uh, they keep up with the gore and uh, the practical effects on the demons look exactly like Ash versus the evil dead TV show. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping for a good time. It looks like a flashback story, but it looks really good. Mm-hmm. What was the other trailer? I can't even remember. It's Bo's Afraid. Right. We just <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that one really shocked me when you guys mentioned that one to me. I'd never heard of this movie. And then it, I watched it and I'm like, Bo is Afraid. How many movies would have your name in it? And then a, a, my name's pretty obscure as well. Like not a lot of people have the name Bo. So to find a find a movie that has my name in it, I, I, I already love it. Sold. I was looking up the Ariaster movies, and I saw a movie called Bo from 2011. Oh wow! So I don't know if that's. Oh, it might be. Uh, Maybe it's connected. based off a short. Maybe that, but I was looking at it. I was like Bo. Bo is afraid. It's the same name, two different movies. I'm so confused. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah. It really shocked me. So this, I'm already sold just on that. Like, just I'll be buying the name. extra art. <laughs> yeah. Steel, steel book edition of that one. Yeah. If they make it. <laughs> yeah. So this is a new movie by Ari Oster, who did uh, Hereditary and Midsommar. Mm-hmm. This uh, one looks like a trip. It does look like it a trip. It's trippy. It looks like it's going to be emotional, like all his other movies. Yeah, <laughs> I find this movie yeah. looks like a combination of Big Fish and potentially oh. the house that Jack built. Oh boy! <laughs> I, I know you didn't me. like that movie, but <laughs> I haven't seen that actually. But it's long. It's like two and a half hour long, uh, almost like a biographical t- telling of a serial killer's life story. And you're going through it with him the whole time, step by step. Yeah, that's actually, that's what my wife said, that she thought that it's going to be like he's a killer and and it's going to, he's telling his story of it in the end. That's what she thinks it's about. It's, oh, hard, yeah. to kind of, it's kind of hard to kind of figure out what the movie's about. I know but, there's, yeah. other than him going to go, Bo going to go see his mom, there's no other description of what the story is about. So Yeah, it kind of leaves you thinking and guessing. I think it looks trippy. It looks like it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin's yeah. always good too. He's, in my opinion, one of the better actors. Usually, oh, yeah. when he takes a role, he puts all of his uh, effort into it. Yeah, I like Joaquin Phoenix too. Um, do we want to get into a couple news? Some some news. Yeah. Let's do it. um i have one cool release coming out and it is fright night 2 is finally getting its first blu-ray release potentially a 4k oh my god i did not know this i know i have it on a bootleg downstairs and i I still haven't watched it (laughs) yeah yeah i don't think 
I think it came out on DVD like in the nineties <laughs> when DVDs were first coming out. Yeah. I don't think it's ever been released again on anything. So that's exciting. That's that's a hard movie to find. Jeez. Yeah, no, I I, I, that. I couldn't even find it on DVD, I don't think, when I was looking for it. No, no. DVD if you'd have to pay hundreds probably and buy it off somebody. So that's exciting. I'll be pre ordering that as soon as it pops up. I will be too, especially after the the re- release of the first one in 4K. I'll definitely be picking that up. Um, Shutter's TV series Slasher is coming out with a new season titled Ripper. The Shutter Slasher series is set to premiere in April. Hmm. You're a big fan of Slasher. You like that show, right, Sam? Um, I've watched. I actually haven't watched most of it. Oh uh-huh. no, I watched part of the. First season. The only reason I've talked about it is because my dad's friend from high school or something like that is a part of making the third season of Slasher. I don't even know what season of Slasher. I have to talk to my dad more about that. Okay. (laughs) I haven't, I've only seen the first few episodes of season one. What'd you think? I, I actually liked it. I don't, I don't know why I stopped watching it. I'm in the exact same boat because I think I liked it too and I have no idea why I stopped but it was super like even the opening scene of it was super cutthroat like yeah you we yes. started it together I think and then yeah. for some reason we just stopped altogether watching we it. should try and actually watch that if we ever have time in our lives again it's hard with TV shows yeah it's hard with TV shows <laughs> it like is the yeah. uh, movie's different right because it's sober within an hour and a half but TV yeah. shows suck you right in for a week or two let alone a TV show that, that has a bunch of seasons out already. Yeah, yeah. that's true. There's like, what, four or five? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, the next piece of news I have is with Megan sweeping the box office, rumors of a Megan sequel is already in development. Uh, have you seen Megan? Um, my wife and kids went to see it. I was out of commission because of my back problems. Right. What'd they think? They didn't like it. Okay. They, I've heard good things, though. Like I've heard I ever, good things too, but but I, they said that it wasn't really a horror movie. Yeah, I've it heard was that too. More just a sci-fi. Yeah. This looks like can't be fun to me. When it I does, I, I'm excited for it. Like I like the look of it, right? But I don't have any interest in watching it, to be honest. No, it just I don't know. The whole doll thing's been done before, and I just don't. I just I don't think really that, care. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that might be the problem is that there's been a lot of killer doll movies. Yeah. yeah. And how yeah. do you top Chucky? Like, really? It's Yeah, or even like Annabelle too, and that was a big yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then Chucky's just coming out oversaturated. He had the, the remake and the TV series in one year, and he's Chucky's the TV series is still going strong with season three. I hear it's really out. good. I've heard very good things. I really have you, to watch it. You haven't seen season one? No. No, we, no we, I watched it, and it, it is actually pretty cool. It's yeah. it's well made. I was shocked. I was expecting nothing from it at all. I thought it was just going to be like, uh, I don't I don't even know what I thought. Chucky as a TV show doesn't seem like it works to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, how no, do you draw that for you? Yeah, especially with like, you want it to be gory fun too, right? So I was kind of yes. wondering how they would continue And that. it is. It's got a good storyline. It's it's it picks up halfway through the season, the story completely changes and goes in a different direction, and it catches you off guard. Like I didn't see it coming at all. It's okay. actually good. You guys should definitely give it a watch. It's only like what eight episodes or something, so you could probably knock it off. 
in a week or something. Oh, wow. But it's definitely worth it. I think you guys would like it. Sam's got to uh, catch up on the movies because the TV series ties directly into the movies. Yeah, uh, yes. Everybody. I think I have like two <laughs> movies left. Yeah, you got Curse and Cult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those I'll watch two, them. Those two are like two of the weakest, I think. Like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, See, I like Curse. I think Curse yes. is the one with uh, Fiona, right? Uh, yes. Dorf? Okay. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They're, I like them all. But of the of the entire franchise, I do think those two are ones that not weakest, I guess. It's more like uh you don't really need to see them in order to watch the show. I okay. guess. Like oh. it, except for Curse, because you're right. Yes, uh Fiona. What's what's her full name? Jeez, I'm blanking on that. Fiona Dorif. It's yeah, uh, Dorif. Brad, it's Brad, Brad Dorif's daughter. Great. That's right. She comes into the TV show, so I guess you do need to watch that one okay. as well. And, I, I yeah. can get through two movies to watch the show. That's fine. Yeah, because Cult <laughs> introduces what is from what I could see from the tra- from the trailer for the TV show is like the last teaser of the Cult of Chucky. It was kind of the premise of the whole TV show. Oh, okay. With uh, the kind of Lord Voldemort kind of deal thing going on, without making spoilers. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the, that's true. Actually, you're right. Yeah. yeah. There's always yeah, something in every movie that kind of ties into the show, though. Okay. Yes, the show does a good job at tying all the movies into it. It's pretty cool. Okay. It's different. Well, I'll have to catch up then. Continuing with news, we got Eli Roth is set to direct Thanksgiving, technically a spinoff from Robert Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse double feature. Thanksgiving is based off of one of the fig trailers at the beginning that they showed the beginning of the movie. I saw that and I'm intrigued. So I don't know much about it, but they've you're excited too, or I have not heard about this at all. No, so you remember? Uh, well, I guess if you guys have seen the Grindhouse double feature, um, at the beginning of the movie they play a series of about four or five fake trailers. And they're just, they're made by different directors with their all unique styles. And only, I think, two of them were picked up by to make an actual movie out of. Oh. Yeah, the first one was Machete, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Okay. Was Ooh, the that one was one. Yeah. That was a good movie. I like that one. So I'm surprised that uh, it's, I don't know when those movies came out, but I'm surprised that it's taking this long for Eli Roth to actually push for this. When's this one coming out? Or they didn't say? Uh, just... They haven't said yet. It was just an announcement. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. Well, it should be good. Knowing Eli Roth, it'll be a big bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. Does Robert Rodriguez have anything to do with it? Uh, I'm not sure. It didn't say in the, he was involved in, at all. But he, Robert Rodriguez, or sorry, Eli Roth was just, uh, he's done shooting Borderlands now. So somebody in is coming to do somebody else is coming in to do reshoots so he's going to spend his time doing thanksgiving huh. that's interesting yeah um also for news from season two has got an official release date coming out this april oh that's the one where they're, they're they can't leave the town right yeah oh that was a good show yeah that's why cool. I brought it because you really liked it yeah i'm excited well i did too i thought it was a really good show yeah have you seen it 
I have not. Again, I, I have not seen that. It's I'll good. Have to look into that one. It's basically about these people that if you go to this town, you can't leave. And it's just all these people that get stuck there pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they're stuck in a loop or like a parallel universe or something they try to leave the town and then they end up back at the town yeah and at nighttime huh. you have to, you have to stay inside at nighttime because there's these things out there i don't want to say too much but yeah. you you should definitely try it it's good i will i'll check that out yeah put it on my uh, watch list the last bit of news i have is the new alien movie is set to start filming in february yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not a fan of Alien, are you? No, she is not. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't have any other real details on it. I probably should have looked a little further into it, but I was too excited that it started filming in February. Cool. So I just put that down. That is that is pretty exciting, actually. I didn't know this news either. That's crazy. I don't know what Disney plans to do with this property, but I know that the, there's an Alien TV series coming out as well. Uh, along with the movie so i don't know if they're tied in together or how that's going to work out but okay huh i do know yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see alien on the big screen after the kind of disappointment of what covenant was yeah that one was a letdown yeah it's not as bad as what prometheus was personally but like prometheus i th- didn't like it. it it should have been an alien movie for starters but yeah, I didn't like Prometheus. Or... Sorry, I, <laughs> I didn't mind Prometheus, but it it was supposed to be a prequel to Alien, right? It didn't, it didn't yeah, it didn't really feel like it. As a standalone movie, it's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, if you didn't have the Alien tied in, it'd be a much better movie, probably by itself. You're right. Yeah, uh, I liked Covenant actually uh, quite a bit, but it still just wasn't quite an Alien movie, you know? Yeah. Not enough of the aliens, I find, in that one. It was a little too much Michael Fassbender. Yeah. But Michael Fassbender is <laughs> good as an android. Good. He is. Don't get me wrong. He's I did bad. like his... That is so good. Yeah, his dual role playing two different uh, two different androids was great. Um, How many alien movies you said were there? Yeah. Um, There's four alien... Four versions. originals. Yeah. And then the AVPs, there's two. So six. And then the two prequels. So there's eight total. Yeah, that's all of them. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, there's lots. Do you want to get the uh, franchise watch going? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Have you ever watched the second Alien movie, Aliens? Me? Because yes, I haven't seen any of them. Be- oh, okay. Because if if you were gonna start somewhere, I would start at the second one because it's more like it's got a lot of comedy. Uh, Bill Paxton's in it, and he's really funny, and it's got a lot of action. It's got all a, go- a lot of good one-liners, like uh, okay. things that just kind of catch you. So if you were to start the Aliens, I'd probably start at that one. Yeah, because Aliens is definitely the one I revisit the most. Yeah, it's the most rewatchable in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. We'll I, I think I tried to get you to watch the first one, and yeah, you didn't make no it interest. twenty minutes into it. I just don't care about Aliens. It's very slow. The first one's very slow. It, it's good. Don't like. I think it's one of the best movies of all time. But it's it is slow. No, yeah. I think you know what. Believe it or not, I think you would like. And not a lot of people will agree, but I think you'd like uh, Alien versus Predator: Requiem as well. Why is that? Yeah, tell me it, about it. Sell it, it to me. It's it's like a full blown slasher, and okay. like it's a dumb fucking slasher. 
I like dumb slashers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't take itself seriously at all. No, not at all. And like it's it's they got bad teens, like bad acting teens and stuff like that. And you just want to see them die. And okay, it's, I could probably it's, get behind it's that. It's set on it's set on Earth, like during the period it was it came out. But I think you'd like that. I'd have to turn the brightness up on our TV screen though, because it's so dark. Okay. It is a dark movie. You're right. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, it's it's so dark. But I just went and saw it in theaters and I actually had a good time watching it. Yeah. Yeah. What year is it? Oh, I don't know. Twenty It's like two thousand yeah, it's the early two twenty tens. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I th- I think if you gave that one a shot, you'd like it. All right. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, you might like uh Alien Resurrection too, because that's because another really kind of slasher movie in space too, with the ragtag characters that are all very comedic and okay, they like have good banter off of each other. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> that is all the horror movie news I have for this week. All right, so we're gonna get into a game. We're gonna play two truths and a lie. Uh oh. <laughs> so Brendan and I both came up with. Uh, around so who's going first um you can go first all right so i asked you earlier your favorite horror movies so i based mine around texas chainsaw so toby hooper (laughs) toby hooper director of texas chainsaw massacre wanted his movie to be rated r and he succeeded number two is director toby hooper claims to have got the idea for the film while standing in the hardware section of a crowded store while thinking of a way to get out through the crowd he spotted the chainsaws and number three is the actress whose character was hung up on a meat hook was actually held up by a nylon cord that went between her legs causing a great deal of pain oh <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. Was it? I thought you guys were gonna know these. I, I think I know though. I okay. think I know. Okay. All right. I'll take a guess first then. Let and then let Brendan yep. take a guess. Yep. Um oh that those are all all three of those are hard actually. But I'm gonna be fun and say that he got his idea <laughs> while in the mall. That's the truth. Okay, you have to come up with which one you think the lie is, though. Yeah. Oh, can you grab sorry. that squeak toy from the dog? Thank okay. you. <laughs> that one's a truth, I'll say, and then okay. I'll also say, I'll, I'll say the girl on the meat hook is true as well. So the first one is the lie. Okay, and Brendan, that's also my answer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you guys are right. He wanted oh, wow. he, he wanted it to be PG rating so that a larger audience could see it. But yeah, I, I thought that for a second. Yeah, he ended up getting a R rating. So he did not succeed with what he wanted, but <laughs> he even like took away a lot of gore and stuff just for the sake of trying to get it a PG rating. And yeah, rip. yeah, there's almost no blood in the original. Yeah. Yeah, and they imply a lot of stuff rather than show. So yes, I didn't know he wanted a PG. I thought that uh I thought that he wanted it rated or that he ended up releasing it at, with an X rating, like he un- released it unrated. Mm. I read that it was ended up being rated R, but he wanted it PG. There's no <laughs> PG-13 back then or anything, right? Yeah, true. So that's why, yeah, he just wanted more people to see it. But... Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Well, he definitely succeeded in the long run. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> A lot of people have seen it. 
Yeah. Even me. I'm actually surprised you never have watched that because you're you like the slasher movies and that's kind of that one yeah. definitely one of the I, originals. I just don't like a lot of older movies like even the Friday the 13th movies I've only seen the first few originals and it's because I'm dating Brendan like we watch yeah. them together and even Nightmare on Elm Street I've seen one of those movies back in high school don't oh, even yeah. remember which one it was no it was an original, oh, did you watch original I just don't know which one it was so like I technically I tell myself I haven't seen those movies so I want to see yeah. them but like I just sometimes don't enjoy older movies but I'm really it's, trying it's to be open-minded <laughs> it's hard it's hard I never used to either I was always I liked the newer movies and that's pretty much all i watched and then i just, i got into it and i was just like uh, each era it's kind of hard you got to kind of understand each era and then put yourself in that generation it's tough yeah right yeah. Some, some of those movies aren't even really horror because yeah. they're not scary at all compared to what we see nowadays well exactly but, but if back in the day people were probably scared shitless so <laughs> yeah 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 i'm but, trying to get into them a little more now yeah so, um, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. All right. I titled mine because you said that you liked franchises and all your movies were big franchises. So I even titled my two truths and a lie as Attack of the Sequels. <laughs> you put a title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I got three different movies. Uh, in Jaws 2, many of the scenes had to be shot in fall or winter, uh, the fall and winter months. Uh, as such, the actors had to suck on ice cubes to avoid having their breath seen on camera. Hmm. Uh, in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, Robert England wanted to play the bus driver in the opening scene, but he wasn't allowed to. And in Scream 2, there is a cameo of Matthew Lillard in the background at a frat party. Hmm. Oh my. This is deep <laughs> uh whew. okay let me narrow this out for a second the the truth i oh you know what i'm just gonna pick my lie up front and hope for the best <laughs> because i think i have <laughs> I think I know it, and I think it's going to be Matthew Lillard is the lie, and I'll give you a quick reasoning why I think that, and I th I think it because it's, I know he's done that in the newer movie. He oh. was like a cameo in the background in one of the newer movies, so I, I don't know if he did it in the second movie as well, but I'm just, I'm just going to wing it and go with that's the lie. Okay. Okay. Do you want to take a guess? Or... I'll take a guess, and I'm because based off of what you just said, I'm going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, uh -oh. Matt, uh -oh. you guys are wrong. Oh, yeah. okay. Matt, Matthew Willard did cameo in Scream Two. Okay. That's wow. why there's a bunch of fan theories out there saying that Matthew Willard is going to come back in a future sequel. Yes, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, and in Jaws Two, it was so cold that um they had to put ice cubes in their mouth to mask their breathing okay oh wow and so the lie is in freddy's revenge robert england actually was the bus driver at the beginning of the movie uh and he just wasn't wearing any of his makeup okay 
I haven't seen that. Oh, so. wow. You got me off guard there. You're right. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't know that either until I read it today. Okay. Correct me. That was, a, that was a good one. I do remember he is the bus driver at the beginning. He drives them right off the ledge and they end up on a, on like a, just a giant cliff type thing. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Huh. All right. So we're going to get into the movie then. Uh, yep. Yeah. Let's do it. Sounds so good. the movie we're doing today is Hatchet, and I will read a quick, a quick description. Uh, ben and Marcus are college students in New Orleans, enjoying Mardi Gras when they decide to go on a boat tour of an allegedly cursed bayou, meeting up with several other tourists, including quietly, quietly beautiful Mary Beth. They are entertained by their guide, Sean, who regales them with the tales of a ghostly serial killer who wanders the swamp. They laugh off the stories until someone or something starts picking off members of the group. So Hatch came out in 2006. It's a horror comedy and the director is Adam Green, who is known for all of the Hatchet movies and Frozen. Um, do you want me to continue with the ratings and stuff? Mm -hmm. Might as well. Okay. Yeah. So this movie has a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb and a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a little low for me, but yeah. Lower yeah. than I expected. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, this, the cast. So we have Kane Hodder, who plays Victor Crawley, and he's from the rest of the Hatchet movies and Friday the 13th movies, some of them. We have Joel David Moore, who plays Ben. He's from Grandma's Boy and Hide and Seek. We have Tamara Feldman, who plays Mary Beth, and she is also from Alice Kills and Echelon Conspiracy. We have Mercedes McNabb, who plays Misty. She's from Adam's Family Values and Thirst. We have Perry, Perry Shen, who plays Sean, and he's from all of the Hatchet movies and Better Luck Tomorrow. We have Jolie, Jolie Fioravanti, who plays Jenna. She's from Trespassers and Wonderland. We have Dion Richmond, who plays Marcus from Not Another Teen Movie and Trippin'. We have pa Patrika Darbo as Shannon and Richard Rayleigh as Jim. I forgot to write where they were from, but they were the elderly couple. <laughs> yeah, and That's a big cast, so I'm going to stop there. <laughs> it is a big cast. <laughs> Yeah, a uh, lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh. Let's talk uh, box office and budget. Yeah, but I forgot about that. Thank the, you. Uh, the budget for this movie was one point five million dollars, and only a box office of two hundred and eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Ouch! Big box box office bomb. Yeah. But then again, this is also an independent movie so it makes sense i'm surprised they even tried to go to the theater with it to be honest it's it's a little too what's the word like niche yep to make a theater run i think yeah i could agree with uh, that yeah it's, it's a valiant effort though yeah yeah I, I don't believe this money this movie didn't make its money back. I believe in, in DVD Blu-ray yeah. sales. Yeah. I believe this movie made more than its budget back. Oh yeah, it's got yeah. lots of fans too now and Yeah, it's got like cult status now. Yeah. Yeah. Um so spoiler free thoughts. How do you feel about this movie, Bo? You picked it too, so 
I picked it because I hadn't watched it in a few years, and right. I remember it being really gory. And I know that you guys like your gore. <laughs> yes. And I didn't know whether you ha- would have seen it or not. But I uh, I actually really like it. I- I'm surprised that it's got that low of a rating. I think it's Adam Green really shows a lot of heart. Like, you can tell. I've seen all the documentaries on it as well, and apparently he had a he told a story when he was a teenager about how to his classmates sorry about this story he literally made it up when he was actually he wasn't even a teenager he was under 10 years old and he made he wrote this story when he was under 10 and it took him 20 years to actually put it together as a movie i actually read that today yes yes and he apparently got kicked out of the school he was in for telling the kids the story because uh, all the teachers freaked out. And I, I feel like he just had put a lot of passion into it. Like it feels like a passion project yeah. And to me, but I, I love the kills. I love everything about it. I think some of the comedy mixed in, it actually works. Like a lot of times comedy doesn't work in slasher movies, but it, I find it works pretty well in this one. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I I like these movies a lot. Like the whole, from what I remember of the other ones, I really enjoyed them too. But this first one, it's like you said, it's got a lot of great kills and it's funny. Like it's just, it's fun. It's got got some good music. It's it's just fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah, Manson, opening up with the Manson song gets you off to a good start. You can feel where (laughs) you're going right You get excited. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I agree with both of you. I think this movie is a lot of fun. It's uh, perfect. Like somebody that made this, uh, Adam Green, clearly has love for the 80s slashers and it shows 100% in this. And I find a lot, like pretty much all the comedy works in it. Uh, the gore effects are fantastic. It, it's pretty much a loose remake of Friday the 13th just with a couple tweaks here and there, but it works. It works yes. really well. Yes. I actually, a quick mention on that. There's a part where he, where Victor Crowley slam, picks a body up and slams him against the wall. And it's like straight from the one Friday the 13th movie. Yep. Where he picks the guy up in the sleep, in the sleeping bag and slams him against the tree. It's, it's a exact duplicate of that scene. But yeah, when I was watching, I was like, holy, this is like Friday the 13th. So he's, it's definitely a huge Friday the 13th fan. You can tell immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like it. Um, there's a couple parts that kind of start to drag near the end. It's a little rinse and repeat. Um, I can get into that after we've done the spoiler discussion. But that was the only thing I really noticed with the movie that I kind of had a problem with. Other than that, I, I really enjoyed enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Well, we can get into the deep dive. So there will be spoilers coming up. Yes, we're going of, through the whole movie. Lots of spoilers. <laughs> okay. Hatchet starts with Samson and Ainsley gator hunting in a boat in the deep swamps of New Orleans. Samson won't return to shore to let Ainsley take a piss, so he stands at the edge of the boat to try, but he can't since it's weird taking it, trying to take a piss while your dad is sitting right there. There's a little bickering, and Ainsley says, why do you always have to belittle him? Saying things like, don't be gay, Ainsley. Why can't you be more like your sister, Ainsley? And his dad interrupts him, saying, shut up, you little queer. Ainsley replies, see, and continues to try to piss. Uh, 
mid piss the gator hop pops out of the water making ainsley fall back into the boat his dad immediately blames him for letting the big gator get away and then takes him to shore to finish his piss as ainsley is leaving his dad whispers goddamn queer's got a squat to take a leak uh it then starts to pour rain and uh the dad uh samson hears something rustling in the bushes telling his son to stay there and not to make any sound there's a noise there's like a thud and then ainsley starts to yell for his dad asking him where he is he takes a walk to try to find him and comes across his dad's uh body mutilated and disemboweled he screams paw and takes a few steps back grabbing a spear and yelling at the grunts that are coming from the bushes there's a pov shot of something coming straight for ainsley throwing him up against a tree and slamming him on the ground ripping his arm clean off and then throwing it at the tree then ripping some organs out of his body through his back so this gator went right for his dick right in the when he's peeing <laughs> that gator drank piss <laughs> and yeah. when he when he's peeing i have to ask a question for you guys when you're peeing if something startles you do you automatically stop peeing or like he says he has to go finish his piss would he not have just pissed himself like i wouldn't have been able to hold it midstream. <laughs> i've never been scared mid piss well that's true i guess yeah no. this is a hard one to answer that <laughs> it might be true it might be true i don't know you can pinch it off though if you like you have to i guess yeah yeah you, you can, can def- stop, that's for sure. Yeah, you can. It's uncomfortable and it sucks, but you can you could definitely do it. I guess there's a situation. like I can't remember what the situation is, but I guess I've had to do the same. It hurts though. Like oh. I would think if I was startled, I would just pee all over myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First thing that came this to my mind. Scene, <laughs> this whole scene actually has a lot of weird stuff going on in it. <laughs> like at one point he's calling him a queer, but then tells him to act like his sister. No, I know. <laughs> I don't really get what's going on there, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's, his sister turns out to be a quite the strong character. Yes, and... her, her sister is very the well. She's the lead in the movie, so yeah. <laughs> Ainsley's funny though. I do like him. I do like the banter. And uh, Samson is played by legendary Nightmare on Elm Street character Robert England as his well. Body gets mangled. Oh, definitely. <laughs> when it shows his body, I'm just like, oh, okay. That's <laughs> what we're getting into. <laughs> yeah, that opening kill is pretty good. Yeah. Both of them actually. Both the kills. Yeah, like Ainsley's arm rip off. Yeah, and then throw against the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's funny because that blood thrown against the tree, they do they use that same effect multiple times throughout the movie. I don't know if you guys noticed. Is it the same cut? Like I don't know if it's the exact same cut, but it looks like it. it, it, it <laughs> it's a blood splash against the tree cut. And yeah, I'd have to go back to that and that next time. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to go back and check that out. Yeah. It's close. Okay. Continuing in on the movie. Cutting to Mardi Gras, New Orleans, a montage of the down of all the downtown party scenes. We see our group of friends making it through the massive crowd of people. Ben is not having a good time with the rest of his friends, saying that he should have stayed at home. He decides to leave the group and do something different and tells them to go go tells them he's leaving to go on a haunted swap swamp tour. The rest of the friends say cool and bail, except for Marcus. He catches up with Ben, and Ben says that you're going to love it. Uh, love this. While Marcus says that he'd rather skin his own dick. I love how <laughs> I love how before they leave, 
uh ben's like haven't you seen enough boobs and then he just gets like death stares from all of them like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) their their necks are just full of beads you know they're tossing them away like crazy (laughs) what one quick fun fact there too i don't know if you guys knew this but adam green the director is actually one of the characters there Yes, we yeah. we saw that actually. Yeah. He's the he's the first person uh, notified in the top in the bill cast. Yeah, I just didn't mention him because I it's there's so such a big cast already. He's, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard so to. Quick. Yeah. It's also one quick line. He's a... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcus and Ben walk up to the front of the store. The uh, the front being closed until Ben knocks on the door, and out comes Reverend Zombie saying that he doesn't do night tours anymore and he's not allowed to. Ben wants to know what happened, and Zombie tells him that a kid wanted to get off the boat after getting spooked by something in the woods and slipped and twisted his ankle and then sued Zombie for negligence. He tells him that another guy does the night tours and leaves after yelling, be careful walking on the sidewalk, clearly afraid to get sued again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love this scene. I do too. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, actually. It's so fantastic because <laughs> it's played by uh, Tony Todd as well, and he's telling yeah. this great story, and it sounds like it's going to be like, like, like you got eight guy gator or something like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, he slips. He's doing it in like classic Candyman voice. Yeah, Bruce. It's okay, buddy. It, it's pretty wild, classic Candyman voice. Yeah. He's, you, so you think, yeah, you think he's going in one direction with it. So, yeah, I cracked right up laughing at this part. I thought it was really well done, well written. You got any thoughts? Yeah. No. We can move. No. <laughs> uh, ben starts to head in the other direction, uh, the direction of the other store, but Marcus is trying to stop him, saying the real place you want to be is over, over there. Bruce. What is happening? Hey, relax. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry, your puppy's losing it. Not even going to edit this out because I don't feel like it. Come on, Bruce. It's okay. Come here, buddy. Dogs will be dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where was I? Um, Marcus is trying to stop him from going, saying uh, the real place you want to be to get over your ex is that way, pointing towards the party. They bicker about the ex, and Ben convinces him that it's going to be a fun time. Marcus says that it's going to be as fun as crabs. <laughs> He's not wrong though. Like you're gonna have more fun at the party getting over someone. Like he's doing the opposite of what I would do. <laughs> True. Yeah, it is weird. Like get drunk with your buddies. <laughs> Maybe he's been doing it for a while though. Yeah, like, I guess so. You probably get a little lame after a bit. Like not lame, but tiresome. Yeah. You just need a refresher or something to break it let's up. Go on a boat. <laughs> yeah, let's go on a hunt too. I don't know. I'd probably do something lame like that. Yeah, true. Actually, I, I I'd probably do the horror boat tour as well. <laughs> Especially they, like I, they do hint that they've been doing it for a while because they do mention like they've seen too many boobs and stuff. Yeah, so that's true. maybe they have been doing it for a few days or something. Yeah, because <laughs> they did say something about the one guy puking the day before or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, super early too. Yeah, and then keep going. <laughs> Good for him to get up and rally though. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, they turn the corner to see two girls puking in the front of the store. They walk inside. Well, Marcus A gives them a quick look up and down or something like that and says, like, hey, as he walks by, is those girls like puking in guts out? He does not care. No, no, no class on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they walk inside and look around, and it's a like a weird little antique shop. I love this shop. It was called House of Voodoo. Oh, was it? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Definitely. It's my type of little shop. Yeah, it's got like all kinds of witch stuff around. It's very nice looking. Yeah. Uh, we see the first thing we see when we come in there is a Victor Crowley Lives t shirt. And we see Doug filming Misty and Jenna making out with their shirts off as the battery. Of his camera dies, he'll still get a new one. The girls bicker back and forth with each other. This cameraman is so scummy. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what? I don't know what he's from, but yeah, I recognize him from something else. Like, I feel like he plays somebody's dad in another movie. Oh, really? Yeah. That's right, actually. I don't, I, like, I want to say it's like a Home Alone-esque movie, but I'm not I'm not sure. I've only seen the first two. I don't know it's not Kevin McAllister's dad, so I don't know what movie I'm thinking of, but yeah, he did look familiar. But yeah, he's also really scummy. Yes, he is. <laughs> Looking forward to his death. <laughs> uh, enters Sean in his southern accent saying that he is the only one doing the haunted boat tour and that it'll be 40 bucks. And then uh, Marcus says that he needs Ben to pay for it. And Ben says, why did you forget your wallet? And then Marcus says, no, that he's just not paying for the shit. <laughs> which i found pretty funny too yeah i like to online too i love marcus in this movie marcus and yeah. sean yeah 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 their chemistry is really good it's like they're they were friends before the movie or something i don't know like they just come off as good chemistry they do actually yeah, yeah i wonder if they are friends outside of this yeah yeah i'm not sure on that I don't take uh take my word for it i don't know whether they were actually friends, but it does, it comes off as that though. Um, the group gathers on the bus, old Jim greeting everyone that gets onto the bus, every single person. Marcus goes and sits beside Jenna, leaving Ben to sit beside the quiet and dark looking Mary Beth. Ben tries to make very awkward small talk and she hasn't having any of it. She explains that she isn't interested in him and that she wants to sit there and stare out the window and hopefully get her 30 bucks worth. Ben gives a confused look. <laughs> Our, our pre Daniel Harris Mary Beth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually shocking. Actually, I heard that she tried out for that role as well. Yeah, she like, did. That's actually in one of my fun facts later. And she didn't get it the first time. No, I might as well just nope. read. I'll read it now because. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I, no, that's I, okay. I, that just popped into my head that she was. Uh, she tried out for it. Yeah, it says Daniel Harris auditioned for Mary Beth. Mary Beth in this film, but director Adam Green didn't want to be accused of doing stunt casting by putting an iconic horror actress in the lead. So he subse- subsequently chose Amara Zara Goza instead. He subsequently changed his mind for the sequel, though, when he realized putting her in the lead would actually be a bonus. In addition, with the original actress Amara Zaragoza being reluctant to appear in another Hatchet film. So he should have just stuck with his uh his original thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, that name you just read caught me off guard as well. 
the lead actress. Yes, uh, that's in the movie. Her name is Tamara Feldman, but apparently she changed her name. Okay, so, that's what threw me off because I'm reading it and I'm like, I don't remember reading that name in the cast sheet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Tamara Feldman is her uh, her uh, name in the movie. Name. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, she. That's interesting. He should have just stuck with uh, Daniel Harris to start. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Instead of doing the whole cast change on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely like Daniel Harris better. But or this next. girl does, he does yeah. do a good job. I honestly, I, one of my favorites of all time when it comes to horror genre. So I like Daniel Harris. I love, love, love her podcast. But I really hate to say this. I might get a lot of hate, but I prefer this original actress over Daniel Harris. Yeah, I did too. I remember yeah. we were watching it, and then we watched the second one, and I was like, "Oh, they should have kept that girl." And then, yeah, I feel bad saying it, but <laughs> you felt the same way, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are right. She does have some really good acting moments in it, actually. Later, I'll, I won't get into it because we're going to get there. But yeah, she does have some good moments. You're right. Yeah. And Danielle Harris has a certain style to her. She does. She acts, she acts a certain way. So, yeah. It yeah. just threw, throws you off two different actresses in, in general, does. right? Yeah, we watched them back to back, too. So it yeah. really threw us off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that that, that is true. I love when uh, Mary Beth says that she only paid 30 bucks and then Ben looks over and is like, the fuck? I know I just paid 40 bucks. Yeah. Clearly, Sean <laughs> is only charging women 30 to get him on there. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that too. That's pretty funny. Um, then we move to Marcus, clearly hitting on Jenna, um, which is really, he has some pretty funny, like hitting on, they start trying to talk and they keep interrupting each other and he's like, Oh my god, we're so cute. Like <laughs> we're so cute when we do that. <laughs> oh my god, we're so adorable. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. I, I do like their little flirtatious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jim and Shannon introduce themselves to Doug as Sean comes on saying, "If you look at the right side of the bus, you'll see uh, the haunted cemetery." Uh, he explains that the bed were di- buried above the ground because of all the voodoo uh, in the air and the cement. They cement them in instead so that they don't rise up. Shannon comments that she heard the reason why they do that is because of the high water level and that the, they weren't able to keep the bodies down in the ground. And Sean snaps back uh, saying, no, it isn't. <laughs> Everyone challenges him. Oh, he's so challenged. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I think this is where... No, sorry, it's the next point. Um, I love uh, Sean's accent too, the southern accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, it gets me going every time. It's so funny. He's like Sean is like played by an Asian guy because they can't see it, and he puts on the most southern fake accent ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stereotyping the yeah. going on there. But uh, I also love that he's in all the sequels as well as his twin brother. Every time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I know it's a good running joke. I like that he comes back in everyone too. <laughs> yeah. Uh the group arrives at their destination. They all get out of the bus. Everyone getting ready on the boat. Sean fires up the engine. Doug telling his girls to show him something as they take their shirts off and yell woo as Jim looks uh as Jim looks in shock. <laughs> oh, I missed the part where uh sorry, I wanted to say this. Uh Shannon asks Doug what he does for a living and Doug says that he does uh, 
he's a producer and uh jim's like oh look you know we got a real like what do you what do you make and and then doug's like have you ever heard of bayou beaver and jim's like oh yeah and then his wife's like no and then he's like no i've never heard of that either this old couple is so wholesome they're so cute there's a moment where he like spanks her ass too right after seeing the boobs i don't know if we've gone to that yet yeah i think that's where we just passed oh, yeah. okay also the boat and the bus yeah. i love that bus is scare bus and the boat is scare boat is it, it i didn't know this on the side of oh, each, wow. on the bus at scare bus and then scare boat <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice that i think he might have yeah. said it too get off the scare bus and go onto the scare boat or something i can't remember oh, but i definitely noticed it's <laughs> <That was laughs> funny uh they all get seated and the guy uh starts and then a guy uh, starts yelling at them from a boat, yelling that the swamp is closed and that's haunted. They uh, they can't make it out. Sean's saying that that man is crazy, gator hunter, and he's always yelling things and drinking his own piss. Sean then starts the boat and up and takes it upstream. The gator hunter then says they're all going to die, taking a drink of li- liquid that looks ultimately like piss. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Jack Cracker. Yeah. Jack, that's Jack Cracker. Crazy old Jack Cracker. As the boat's driving away, too, we see on the back, it says, if you was on here, you'd be scared by now. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff on this boat is just funny. <laughs> um, Sean explains the rules of the tour in his rough southern accent. Marcus tells Ben that it's super lame. Marcus comments on Ben's moves on Elizabeth, and then he just, uh, but he's just as lame as the boat ride. Sean chose the group, the house that Hatchet Face used to live, an urban legend of a deformed man that his father went crazy in the house and hit his own son in the face with a hatchet, then starts to subtly yell daddy underneath his breath, trying trying to scare the group. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Making it seem like it was... Uh... Victor Crowley's cries for his dad. Yeah. <laughs> He's just sitting there making the noises. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just looking at him on the boat, like, okay. <laughs> I like when he says it and then he like quickly darts his head to like either side to see if he can catch whatever's making the noise. It's really putting on a show. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's trying. A for effort. <laughs> uh Mary Beth cuts in saying that's not how the story grows, and that's not even the real house. And then Sean loses it, saying you people can you people just let me do my job in a Chinese and the Chinese accent comes out. So his real accent comes out. <laughs> that it does. Oh, can you people <laughs> please let me do my job? <laughs> <laughs> then he cuts straight back to the other accent as well. As soon as it's done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he jumps back into character and asks if they tried the crawfish yet. He then asks if they are ready to see the spirits rise up, and he turns all all the boats, all the lights on the boat off. He says, "Just wait for your eyes to adjust," and a light does appear to them. But then Shannon, Shannon, and Jim say that it's just gases being released from the swamp to also kill. It kills Buzz. He's really reaching. His, he's really reaching with his stories. Yeah, yeah. damn science. <laughs> <laughs> Sean goes on goes on about uh, an urban legend about some buried treasure. Sean turns the lights on and Jim sees Victor Crowley quickly run out of frame, yelling that he's seen something. Sean says that it's one of the more active spirits after the rainfall. He doesn't know how active it'll get. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 
Uh, Marcus catches Jen scratching her crotch, then gives a look of, oh, no. <laughs> from, from the conversation that he and Ben had earlier, that if you, you see that, you don't pick her up. Because Marcus had crabs, too, I'm assuming, at some point in well, his past. Yeah. It's implied. Yeah. <laughs> ben arrives to get... Ben tries to get friendly with Mary Beth, explaining that he was just dumped with his girlfriend of seven years and he has no idea how to get his mind off it. Then Sean gets the boat stuck. Fucking Ben, man. He's just brutal. I know. He's a depressing, sad soul in this movie. Yes. He's like trying so hard and then all of a sudden it's like, I just lost my girlfriend of like seven years and I just don't know what I'm doing and I just don't know how to get my mind off of it. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think she's gonna be interested in you anymore. No, she wasn't from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> he works his way in slowly. <laughs> he does though, by the end, yeah. <laughs> uh Sean asks someone to help him try to get the boat unlodged from the rocks, but it's pretty stuck and it starts pouring out. They all take uh Shelter underneath a canopy. Misty and Jenna argue over the police and the cops being the same thing. Oh my god! Some of <laughs> like some of their arguing was funny, and then other times I was just like, Ugh. "Some of it's pretty cringe." cringe yeah. You know? Like at one point, she's like, "Your nipples are dumb." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> was cool. Yeah. They're always calling each other skanks. And <laughs> I like this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the police, and they'll send the cops. it is a it is a good line but yeah you're right their arguing does get old after a bit after a while yeah it's stale yeah Yeah. um sean says that they they will get unstuck and that there's no need to call the cops marcus ben and sean try to get the boat out again jim telling everyone to calm down and tries to get the group to come together and walk the tree walk or uh, walk the tree that they're stuck on and to get to shore. Sorry, I messed up all my writing right there. That's okay. Uh, he climbs the tree and slips on it, then slips immediately right after his gator jumps out of the water and gets his leg. Mary Beth shoots the gator and yells to get to shore. With blood in the water, gators will be everywhere. Everyone then gets to shore and the boat starts to sink uh, from the rocks. Misty struggles to get across the tree, but Mary Beth helps her. Then the tree snaps and Misty, Doug, and Mary Beth then fall into the water. Mary Beth and Misty run out of the water pretty fast as Doug falls behind to look for his camera case. There's a big gator chases him to shore, but he gets out on time safe. The boat is also sinking. Sorry, I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah, I think you did. Did I? Yeah, I think, I don't know if you got to this part yet. I think he probably did, but Sean saying he did one to her last night and one tonight. And he's like, the boat didn't sink last night. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. I think I do get into that later, but. Oh, did you? Like, I think it comes into play in a couple minutes, but mm-hmm. he does say that too when they're trying to get the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the group then moves off the river into a small clearing in the swamp, everyone yelling and asking why Mary Beth would have a gun. The questions are redirected to Sean for being too new at his job, saying that he's only done one other tour. Mary Beth then explains that Samson and Ainsley, from the beginning of the movie, she says that those are her brother and father. Uh, She then says that the woods aren't safe and that that's why she has the gun. 
this is where he's like yeah yeah i only did one tour and it didn't didn't sink the boat yesterday (laughs) uh they all agree that they need to go get help mary beth explains that if they don't get out of the woods they're all going to die sean then asks what she's talking about mary beth says that these woods are victor crowley's woods that there <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, cut back in time to a man cutting wood from his cabin oh the father of victor crowley saying the man kept victor head- hidden away from the world because of his deformities saying that he lived like that for years alone the dad feeding victor it's pretty gross to watch this was a sad story though it, yeah, is. it was Yes. It makes it makes you it, it made me sad. It's like I feel, makes you feel for the giant monster. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> just just had a rough life. I do. And I think this is like even in this one, and I think especially in the second one, it really shows off Kane Hodder's like acting abilities. Yeah. He definitely, yeah, definitely. He's definitely t- making some good tears up. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't had a lot more roles. That's what happens when you do characters your whole career. Yeah. That's what everybody calls you for. Well, he's stuntman too, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Don't exactly picture him as a as a leading man. But he's good. I I really liked him in part two for sure. I noticed like this one was good, and I noticed that they do cut it in too, but there there's a lot more backstory explained in the second one. Yes. Really yeah, this it. one the first one's really just a starter compared to the second and third one where they add all the story in. Yeah, they definitely add in lore every movie. Yeah. Um, Sticking with uh, Victor Crowley's dad driving into town with Victor in the front seat, the dad walks into the store. Some kids come up to the window banging on it and laughing. Then Victor turns around and scares them. Got to nighttime at the Victor Crowley house. Uh, teenagers are lighting off firecrackers and throwing them in the Crowley house, scaring Victor. The kids accident- accidentally set the house on fire. Victor screams and panics, banging on the door. The dad comes home to see the house on fire, trying to get inside to save his son. He grabs a hatchet and starts to chop down the door, but he hits Victor Crowley in the face since he was trying to get out as well. Um killing his son the dad then sat sat there in the house until he died alone and regretting his decision so sad <laughs> yeah it, it actually is it's it's actually a shockingly sad story for such a <laughs> funny ridiculous movie i know yeah. i really went there <laughs> <laughs> which actually adds to adam green's ability obviously because it's it's kind of funny how he throws such a like intense sad tragedy of a story into the middle of an insane comedy horror movie yeah, yeah. But, yeah. it actually works makes yeah it works it works very well it definitely makes you even when he's the villain you do kind of feel for him a little bit yeah <laughs> we uh cut back so to ugly. Oh my god, he's so ugly. <laughs> Here we all are like, to... oh, such a sad story, sad yeah. life. But he's fucking ugly. Uh, I'm gonna add to his bullying. <laughs> Just straight up say that he deserved some of it. It was that's horrendous. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we uh we cut back to Mary Beth explaining that every night since that night people have started disappearing from the swamp and that he's one wandering the woods looking for his daddy. Mary Beth explains that the swamp has been closed off for years and that her dad and brother started gator hunting there two weeks ago. And when they didn't come home last night, she had to come and find them. Sean explains that the river isn't haunted and that they passed the Victor Victor Crowley house two miles ago. Mary Beth cuts in and says that that's not even the real Victor Crowley house. Sean says, how do you know that? Mary Beth turns and says, because that's it, pointing towards a house. So dramatic. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like yeah. lightning in the sky and a thunder crash. They even do that, I think. Like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's a good scene. Uh, looking at the old rundown shack in the overgrown environment, Everyone is clearly freaking out, freaked out by the story. Doug looks at Sean and asks if this is still part of the tour. Sean replies, oh yeah, I sink the boat uh, every night. It's hilarious. <laughs> this is one of my favorite lines of his. <laughs> so <Yeah>. sarcastic. <laughs> I want to buy his book from the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh wow! You get, I didn't even know you could get that. Yeah, you can. Get, he's got a website, and it's signed by uh, Perry Shen, and uh, apparently, it's like a real book of his like encounter of part three. I was gonna look for you <laughs> for that for Christmas, and then I completely forgot about it. Oh, until really? Until now. Uh huh. Damn. I would have read that just for fun. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that. that's cool. Keep it on my list for next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the group heads to the Victor Crowley house being the only way out of the swamp. They're slowly walking by the house when you hear Victor Crowley calling out for daddy. Everyone but Jim and Shannon keep moving forward, slowly approaching the Crowley house. When Victor runs out of the door, Shannon dropping Jim and stepping back as Victor swings a hatchet down the side of his neck, splitting his torso in two. Crowley then runs over to Shannon and grabs uh, the top of her mouth and rips her... This is sorry to explain... He grabs the top of her jaw and her bottom of her jaw and just rips her fucking head clean open with her tongue dangling out of the top I of it. I loved this one. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely one of the top notches. Yeah, and they like don't shy away. They don't cut. They do like a 360 spin when he grabs her and then the rip comes. And yeah. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's impressive. It's impressive uh, special effects. The practical effects, I believe. I don't think there's any CG there. No, I don't think there's any CG in this movie. There's not. Yeah. That's another fun fact of mine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no CGI except for um, just to remove like cables or cords, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Besides that, he didn't allow any. Uh, the rest of the group takes off, but Mary Beth stays behind, pointing her pistol at Victor, taking a couple shots at him, hitting hitting him and bringing him to the ground before she takes off. Mary Beth then runs off to find the rest of the group hiding in the swamp. Everyone is freaking out. Mark is hiding up in a tree and not willing to come down that easily. Um, the only one not in the group is Doug. Doug is running for his life before he dives down uh, to hide in some bushes. The group decides that they have to go out to try to find Doug. Returning to Doug, like we cut back to Doug. Making trying to make a break for it out of the bushes, only to run straight into Victor Crowley. Crowley then grabs both sides of his head and gives him a full 360 neck neck snap, 
then uh, Doug's Doug's head falls off with blood squirting out the top of it. Yeah, that was wild. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they definitely go over the top with the kills. Yeah, it's unlike anything else, to be honest. Like, there's not a lot of movies that do that insane of kills. It's weird. Yeah, weird place. I do have a movie, but we're gonna talk about it when we get off of. uh, Yeah, yeah. So I do have one movie that kind of reminds me a lot of this movie. Just it's not done as good as this movie, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, I'm excited. The group is asking Mary Beth how a gun could kill a ghost. Mary Beth explains that how ghosts are created. Like this is like classic. A person dies traumatically and they're cursed to stay there on the earth, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's literally beat for beat. Like every ghost yeah, movie is it's the same explanation. Uh Marcus and Shaw are having it out about being stuck in the woods. Jenna then finds Doug's camera bag and they search the bag to find a flashlight, his wallet, and his driver's license with a new identity. Doug was lying about being a porn director. And that he's actually some kind of uh salesman or something. I not even sure. Yeah. yeah, he was like uh, some kind of salesman. I can't remember yeah. the exact. But so the girls are very up, the girls are very upset that they. Uh... The one girl says, "I can't believe I've fallen for this three times." <laughs> Misty. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> I'm like girl, you need to figure your life out if you've fallen for that three times. <laughs> you know, Misty's not the sharpest tool in the shed. That's for yeah, sure. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, weird, actually, that they kept her so stupid like that. And she lives. I guess they're kind of paying homage. Um, she lives Continue. for a long time. Yeah, she does. Yeah, in yeah. She makes it you would think she'd far. be one of the first to go. <laughs> you, you would hope that she'd be one of the first yeah. ones to go. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to annoy you for as long as they could. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Marcus then asks if anybody else has any more secrets. Looking through the group, Jen admits that she didn't go to NYU. The stupid little plot point that she just keeps repeating that she's from NYU and she had to fly down from New York to be here. Yeah. Too good for anyone. Yeah, I don't know why I had to put that in there, but I did. (laughs) The group then drops the topic and continues walking. Ben says that uh, they shot him already. No one else is going to die as he trips over Doug's dead body. Doug's death was actually really good, too. Didn't mention that. He, yeah, was, he was the one who twisted his head off, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the group starts to freak out, and then the music starts to... There's uh, music that starts to play in the distance. It's Misty's cell phone. Uh, they run for it. It turns out it's back at the Victor Crowley house. They went in a big circle. This is uh, Dawson's Creek... I don't want to wait. It's got the most white basic bitch <laughs> ringtone going off. <laughs> yeah. I like that song. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> you call me basic Dawson bitch. Creek? <laughs> yeah. Have you watched I've Dawson's never watched Dawson's Creek. I nope, haven't either, nope. but I know that that's what the song is from. I, I tried getting oh, into yeah, it, yeah. and it's too old for me. I couldn't do it. Yeah, some of that comedy comedy had to be alive when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Watch, watch it come out. Yeah. Mary Beth says that she's going to check the, out the house uh, as the group can hear Crowley's calls coming from all around them. Mary Beth is looking for weapons to fight back with. She explains that she only has a few shots left. 
and takes off for the house. Ben Ben follows her. Misty's still trying to call for help, but she can't seem to get her phone to work. Mary, Beth, and Ben cautiously enter the house. There's all kinds of gardening and power power tools there. Dead animals all over the walls, still freshly bleeding. Mary Beth bends over to find her two dead family members in the house. Mary Beth begins to start crying. See, I thought she was well acted here when she was freaking out over finding her family. Yes. This was one of the moments I was talking about earlier that I was going to mention. Yeah. Where she, her acting is really on display. She does a yeah. really good job here. Yeah, I like her whole character throughout, like, this brooding, strong female character. Yeah, and then too. you get these odd shots of vulnerability, right? Yeah. Yeah, they do a good job with her. That's for sure. And she does a good job. Yeah, this one stuck out to me, this part. Uh, Misty then can't seem to get anybody on the phone. She asks if it's still 911. Oh my god. Maybe there's an area code. Yeah, maybe it's a different number because we're in a different area. Yeah, 519-911. Imagine if they did that. Oh, that'd be making calling 911 a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rest of the group hears some noises coming from the bushes behind them. They watch as it moves and makes noises. The group decides that Marcus should be the one to go and check it out. He steps closer to the bush and finds a raccoon. Victor Crowley then pops out of the bushes behind Sean, Misty, and Jenna. Victor grabbing Jenna and taking a belt sander to her face as the rest of the group runs off screaming. Mary Beth then comes up with the and nails Victor Crowley in the face with a shovel. She drops the shovel and runs off. Sean then tries to pick up the shovel, but Victor grabs it, swinging and taking out one of Sean's legs. Then Mary Beth takes a couple shots at him, but Ben pulls her away and they run off. Victor then grabs a shovel and takes Sean's head off with it. Jenna tries to crawl away with a very bloody mouth. like It's pretty much ripped right off. She looked mangled. Away and then uh, Victor Crowley picks her up and slams her body over the shovel, like impaling her until she hits the metal. Then Victor Crowley walks off. I think her death was my favorite. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say that. I have her, that written down actually. Yeah, her face just gets so mangled and then just oof right over the pole or the whatever it was. It was the end of the shovel. This the shovel, yeah. yeah. And with yeah, Sean, but- I completely forgot that he comes back as different people in these movies so i was shocked when i watched it again and saw him die i was like he's not supposed to die what the fuck what am i missing here yeah yeah <laughs> i forgot yeah, every, that it... every sequel it's his twin brother or something like yeah. that it's like i'm the twin brother and then he's the twin of the twin yeah i forgot about that <laughs> so i was like what's going on <laughs> i'm not supposed to die <laughs> he's the uh red shirts of the star trek in this in these movies i don't know what that means uh, I don't oh, know. Yeah, that sir. You don't know that either. <laughs> no, no. So, so in the no, original, I, have... I don't. I don't really. I haven't watched it either. But this is the ongoing joke was in the original Star Trek TV shows. If you're wearing a red shirt and you go down to a new planet, you're gonna die. Uh, like, oh, wow. And unless you're like the main character, so like everybody that kind of wore the shirts always were kidnapped or captured or died. Oh, well, they went, oh. and there's always like a different person doing it. So that was kind of the ongoing joke about those. Oh, okay. I believe. Drop some knowledge. I believe Star Trek nerds <laughs> do not come after me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll destroy you. You get oh, anything yeah. wrong. 
The group uh, runs off and then takes a stop, then stops to take a breath, and then they uh, start to fight amongst each other. Ben saying that there has to be some way for them to get out of there. Marcus says that uh, they should go that way. What? I'm sorry, what way they should go? Ben then points in a direction when Victor Crowley pops up, swinging the hatchet. He misses, and Ben stabs him with a pitchfork and then runs away again. They stop, and Ben says that they have to start to fight back, otherwise they're all going to die. Ben thinks that they can set him on fire in the Crowley house. They sneak back to the Crowley house, Ben making his way into the house, as Mary Beth and Marcus stand back to back, keeping an eye out for anything, Misty waiting on the sidelines. Marcus and Beth start taunting Victor, trying to give Ben some time to find some gas. Misty disappears, and Victor Crowley shows up and throws uh, Misty's head at Ben. Victor approaches Ben. Mary Beth comes and stabs Victor in the the back, bringing him down to his knees. Ben pouring gas on him and lighting him on fire. Victor on, only burns for a minute before the rain starts to put him out. Go figure. It starts. <laughs> the rain takes over. <laughs> yeah, so this is oh. kind of... You kind of feel like he's like a force of nature, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what they're trying to get at there. He's like a force of nature. Yeah, because as soon as he's lit on fire, then it starts to rain all of a sudden. I know. Oh, and I then the line is that. really funny. I just thought it the was... line is really funny there, too, where he's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's yeah. not like that. <laughs> it's all David Moore. Yeah. Ben's shocked that nothing has been working. Mary Beth grabs him and says that uh, all this has done is to buy them some time. And they can't waste it. They take off running. They run into a cemetery. They search for a way out. As they find an exit, Victor Crowley pops up and they run for a little bit before getting caught up with him. Victor then grabs Marcus, grabbing both arms and putting his foot on his back, ripping his arms clean off. (laughs) This is a wicked kill, too. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. Just hearing it again brings a smile to my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then Victor, too, grabs his body and swings it against one of those old mortuary uh, things. Yeah, there's a archway in this cemetery that says green on it. Yep. Oh, I was, yeah. I was going to say that. It's yeah. right at that scene you were just saying where he picks up the body and swings it at the at yeah. the gravestone, basically. So right beside that is green on the gravestone. I only noticed it because I read it. I didn't add it in my facts, but I read that and then I was like, I'm going to look for it. And I found it and I was very proud of myself. No, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben and Mary Beth. Oh, and also when they catch up, uh, Victor Crowley gets on top of Ben and like just pukes whatever oh, kind of slime stuff in Ben's terrible. face. Oh, it's so yeah. disgusting. That was really gross. I don't even know what that was. Like mucus of some kind. It was fucking gross. Like hardcore drooling on him or something. That's nasty. That's gross. (laughs) Yeah, those scenes always do me, and I always uh, turn away, don't look, (laughs) like a child. (laughs) Ben and Mary Beth run away, and they stop to console about Marcus. Ben saying that he can't go on crying over his friend. Victor grabs a bar off a fence of the cemetery, catching up with Ben and Mary Beth. He throws his pole at Ben, getting him right through the foot, then starts running straight at Ben. Ben and Mary Beth 
Screaming, trying to get free, they decide to angle the rod down, and Victor Crowley runs straight into it, impaling himself through the chest, seemingly dead. Smart plan on their part. Yeah, I had to hurt the foot, though, geez. <laughs> oh, can you imagine bending that bar down? Oh, in that, foot? that was really, that was hard to watch for me. Yeah? Yeah, that was gross. Brutal. <laughs> Very brutal, yeah. <laughs> uh, ben and Mary Beth uh, find their dad, her dad's boat. Getting on the boat, they take it onto the river. Ben, Ben's bloodied foot. Mary Beth trying to fix it up with uh, some clothing. Mary Beth crying over the loss of her family. Ben telling her that all that matters is that they are alive. <laughs> then yeah. Victor grabs Mary Beth and brings her down down deep into the river. Ben looks on either side of the boat for a sign of her. Mary Beth sees Ben hand and the Ben's hand in the water. She grabs it to come up uh, to find Victor Crowley waiting for her. Ben's dead body in the other side of the boat. Victor screaming in it, her face as we cut to black. And the music. <laughs> end of the movie. <laughs> it is a neat end. I, I like that ending, just cutting it off like that. I do cool. too. It's definitely. I I, it off. It's it's never I. The I forgot too because I've seen the second one, and it's like a direct sequel. So like that's what I always picture how it how the first one ends is what happens in the the first bit of the second movie. So when mm-hmm. it cuts the black here, I was like, oh fuck yeah, it cut the black. Yeah, I forgot about how it ended too until we saw it. Yeah, it's it's a very like Friday the Thirteenth uh ending too yeah they're in the boat and there's nice music in the background and like it's a huge tribute to that yeah that's definitely that's what i thought of when that happened yeah definitely that that's identical actually that's all i was thinking when that happened (laughs) (laughs) so Um, haven't talked about the movie guys we want to give our ratings and final thoughts yeah do you know our rating scale i'll repeat it because if someone tunes into the episode and hasn't listened before so yeah um out of five so but we do with emojis so we have the poop emoji the eye roll emoji an okay emoji the thumbs up emoji and the 100 emoji yeah okay that's a good scale you can say like a high thumbs up or a low thumbs up or a low 100 like if you're kind of borderline so yeah we'll leave you with that (laughs) i would probably go just the thumbs up i feel like it has potential to be a lot better but there's a few things that hold it back but definitely a thumbs up for me about you brennan Brennan? um so i would also go about a thumbs up as well i do really enjoy this movie but i found and i like the music uh all the actors like the comedy the gore is great but i found well Earlier I said that I had some uh, reoccurring issues with the movie. It was their constant, I'm going to run here, stop, make a small plan. Doesn't work, get scared. Run somewhere else, stop, get scared, move on to somewhere. Like There's just too much running, stopping, too much running, stopping. Yeah. So uh, taking notes during the movie, I kind of was like, oh, I'm doing a lot of repeating of the same thing over and over (laughs) and over again. But I do enjoy this movie uh, a lot. It is a lot of fun still. But yeah, I'd say it, uh, probably a high thumbs up. I think I gave it a hundred when we first reviewed. You gave it. it a low one hundred. I reread our reviews. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, 
I'd say a high thumbs up now, just because I noticed uh, that reoccurring action that yeah. all the characters were doing. Yeah, I actually I didn't notice that either, but you're right. They just repeat the same scene over and over again, basically. Yeah, just yeah. like little tweaks here and there. But yeah, run over to this spot. Who gets killed? Run over to this spot. Who gets killed? You're right on that. Yeah. Sam, yeah. what are your thoughts? I'm pretty much along the same lines as you guys. I'm going with a high thumbs up, which is what I rated it originally a year and a half ago on Instagram. Yeah. Um, same thing, like it's got a solid story and I like the like that there's a backstory for Victor Crowley they didn't just like just have this man after them or whatever it's like this whole thing and then I loved a lot of the characters um the two girls that after a while the jokes I don't know it it kind of just irked me sometimes I'm like yeah that wasn't very funny (laughs) but like some of the stuff they did say was funny so it's like a hit or miss with them but yeah no the movie overall was funny though it's a lot of fun really really great gore so yeah high thumbs up yeah i agree with you on that too uh, the character victor crowley's so awesome like i like him so much yeah but it kind of it gives them some leniency on the mistakes they make yeah like what Brian was saying yeah definitely oh what i was saying the comparable movie to this what i was thinking of oh yeah was uh terrifier but i find this movie does it better like uh Terrifier has like no plot or anything like that. It's just showcasing Art the Clown and massive gore effects. Like the first one? Yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Where like they're both little independent movies. They're both trying to like kind of achieve the same thing. But I found this movie had a better story. It they both had the same level of awesomeness for gore and epic villains. But I found that the this movie definitely did it better on their first run around. It also has like, well, Art the Clown doesn't talk. So his comedy is just in his like, ooh, like his facial expressions and stuff. Whereas this, there's a lot of like fun one-liners and yeah, the characters it, are more quirky. It's, yeah, it's more fun. Like it's more fun in my opinion. Yeah, Terrifier is more scary. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, here's the thing, I've I haven't seen the original Terrifier, so I don't really know. But I, off based off the trailer, like is Terrifier the first one funny? Or is it like just pure? No, like, no, it's it's gore. it's pure horror and gore. Like yeah, art's, yeah. art's, art's art funny. Is funny, yeah, yeah. The clown is funny. He's funny, creepy. But like, there's not a whole lot of storyline going on or no, anything. Like so. Zero storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, murder people. I don't really even was watching that one back. I don't love that movie or anything. Yeah. I like the second one way better. But. A lot of people say it's very misogynistic too and stuff just because of the it's only like women are well, I guess there's two male victims, but yeah, the they they don't get nearly as bad a treatment as the women do in that movie. No, that's true. No, oh, there's three male 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 deaths in there. There's the Roaches Exterminator guy too. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely worthy check it out because it's an indie it's an indie movie just like this and their gore effects are just like top notch just like this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I here's I one thing we got we all differ on is that I'm ne I I know you guys love the gore. Like I went watching all your podcasts, listening to them, sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I know that a lot of your top movies are gory movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I've never been I've never really liked the extreme gore movies. No. Until recently. Like until I've started watching them recently and now it's like they're starting to grow on me a bit. But yeah. I could never stomach them. Like I always, 
Like even in the Evil Dead remake where she's like licking the exacto blade <laughs> and stuff. Oh, like yeah. that stuff. I remember being in the theater and I literally had to turn away. I couldn't even look. <laughs> but I, I just have a weak stomach. So I've never been huge on the gore in horror movies. I'm more of a storyline horror movie person, I, should, I guess you could say. But but I, I they've been growing on me, so I'm definitely gonna give the Terrifier movies a chance, and the All Hallows Eve too, right? Is where that came from. Yeah, I, I haven't even seen that, but you have. Yeah, it's it's super low budget, like it's yeah, like very low budget, and it's just an anthology, and or just kind of pops up. I think he's included in he's included in all the stories, but sometimes he doesn't play a major character in all of them. So yeah, just just a pop up here and there. Yeah, so it's it, you don't have to watch it necessarily to, to watch Terrifier at all. Terrifier okay. two is very brutal, like gore wise. Yeah, like the, both of those movies are like maybe warm up to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially if you, yeah, don't. Yeah, because like... Hatchet's gore is more comedic. Yeah, where I I know that Terrifier's is more sick and sadistic, right? Yeah, or, oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and I know you got the second one, and it's yeah. two two hours and twenty minutes of pretty much just gore, torture, and, <laughs> yeah. But it if is you're... exciting. It's cool that people are still making movies like that because there's not a lot of them. Yeah, and that movie, like, I know we're totally off the topic of Hatchet right now, but <laughs> that that movie did what Hatchet couldn't, though. Like that, like Hatchet Two never went to theaters, I'm sure, and made that much amount of money off of their budget yeah like terrifier's two budget was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it grossed in theaters over 10 million dollars like geez that's that crazy movie, that movie it was word of mouth made bank and it was only supposed to be in theaters for a bit and they kept extending it right? yeah and they kept and moved, expanding and expanding big time yeah we weren't even supposed to get theater runs of it here in canada and, and then did. like a month after they we got theater runs yeah, i just kept doing so well yeah yeah, everybody, like even my father-in-law, who's in his 60s, brought it up to me, and he doesn't watch, he doesn't even watch movies, like he's not a movie person, and he's like, have you heard about that new Art the Clown movie? I don't know what it's called, and I'm like, wow, like this movie is, it's like uh, a phenomenon, basically. Yeah. yeah it's exploding. Art it's the crazy. Clown is definitely a huge horror icon now, like, definitely. He's, he's earned his spot. Yeah. <laughs> I think after That's this cool. movie, you can definitely expect at least two more sequels. Yeah. Be interesting to see what they do going forward. It'll also be interesting to see if people start copying it because when something's super popular, the horror industry loves to like duplicate the shit out of it. <laughs> so yeah. it'll true. be interesting to see how many extremely gory movies we get in the next year. Yes. Because they might start a trend, right? Because people love this one, so they might be like, "Well, let's let's just pump them out." That's true. Them. Let's mainstream have, extreme horror. We haven't had a very big, like, big studio budget made slasher movie in a while. Yeah, yeah, not like extreme gore ones. No, always they're always like the PG type ones with off-screen kills and stuff. Yeah, like Black Christmas 2019. I really hated that movie. I'm gonna <laughs> be honest. I think everybody did. Yeah. I, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know anybody that actually liked it. I don't even remember it anymore because I just shoved it out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it felt weird. It felt weird to me. I the first two are so good that I it's hard to 
do such a downgrade on a franchise like that. I don't know why you'd do that. Yeah, no, I don't know either. I guess... Here's the thing, actually. The second one, like uh, Black Xmas in the 2000s, that one's pretty hated as well. But I actually like it a lot. I, th- I think it's one of the best. It is, but I've been seeing a lot of love for it, too, this year. Yeah? I think, I think, yeah. Getting it. I... I think people are starting to come around with it. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. I've always I love loved... it. Yeah. So creepy, the two guys in the attic. And I just sorry, love the, uh, I love all the cast, like all the girls, they're all great. Oh, yeah. It's just so, fun. Well done. I love it. Anyway, um, back to Hatchet. Sorry, I still got yeah. some fun yeah. facts. Yep. <laughs> and then we still got some games. So <laughs> that's all right. Um, Hatchet. Okay. So if you, well, this is kind of an obvious one, but I put it down anyway. If you watch the first three Hatchet movies in a row without opening and end credits, it would be one uninterrupted storyline revolving around a few days, which if you've seen all the movies, we know that, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It all takes place just back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, writer and director Adam Green created a no CGI rule for post-production, which we discussed, besides removing on-screen wires and camera setups. Um, the horribly deformed young Victor Crowley is actually played by a beautiful young actress named Riley, Riley Vanderbilt when makeup effects artist John Carl Bichler, Bichler? needed a model to test the latex prosthetic on riley was the volunteer because the makeup and effects because the makeup effects had already been molded to her face for the test shots riley played the role in the film so a little girl played young wow victor curly i did not know that that girl's gonna be scarred for life (laughs) (laughs) yeah um in all three of the hatchet films someone says the line you actually mentioned this line Bo. you've got to be fucking kidding me this time it's spoken by ben <laughs> oh wow. really? yeah. i didn't know that either yeah oh. uh when oh this part's gross when actor joel david moore vomits on screen it is real director adam green did not want the actors spitting out fake vomit like most movies do though moore managed to throw up on his own for the first take he was supplied with a mixture of cold clam chowder and orange juice for the second take yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is so curdling yeah, just, that yeah. makes my stomach hurt <laughs> we're all gonna vomit <laughs> yeah I actually, while watching it, I knew that fun fact because I, after I watched a movie last night, I went into the special features and watched yep. those and it shows him doing it over Ew. and over again. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I turned the special feature off because it was so gross. <laughs> like he's trying to puke and it takes him a while. Oh, that's but, so gross. That's some jackass shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, during the cemetery scene on the tombstones, we see the names Sarah Albert and Corey Neal, both producers of this film, and of writer and director Adam Green. So we also see the green on that archway thingy. Uh, the t-shirt with the odd-looking smiley face on it is the logo for New- Newbury Comics, a New England chain that sells CDs, DVDs, and comic books. Writer and director Adam Green grew up in Massachusetts and would buy his horror movies and action figures from there. Huh. huh. Yeah. To keep the set hidden, the movie was called Love Rodeo during production. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to go after looking for that. (laughs) Uh, The boat featured in Hatchet 2006 was repurposed from Kane Hodder's 1982 Kawasaki JS-550, a jet ski riding on the outskirt of his estate. (laughs) Oh, wow. 
Made it from junky head laying around. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And then Robert England, Kane Hodder, and Tony Todd also all appeared in The Wishmaster 1997. Yes. I did not know that. No? No. We have we have all five, four of them. Four of yep. them. And the signed, four pack. And signed by the Wishmaster himself, and we still haven't watched them yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We met him at the convention. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Benny Benioff or the heck or Dividos? Oh, I can I can't remember. I can't remember his yeah, name. I feel bad. He has a brewery. I think that's now. all he's really done is the Wishmaster movies. Yeah, he, he he runs his own brewery now too. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, very nice man. Yeah, he is very kind. Yeah. He we he stayed and talked to us for probably about what fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Asking us if we've seen his movies and I felt bad because I hadn't seen one. I think I saw the third one when I was like growing up and that's probably about it. Yeah, the third one's a disaster. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna watch one, definitely watch the first one. The first one's really good. Yeah, it's a Wes Craven one, right? So I always have high expectations when it's Wes Craven. Yeah, 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 and it's like all three of those guys have really good cameos no. in it as well. Yeah. So those are fun facts. The other fun fact is the Daniel Harris one, but we talked about that, so I'm gonna leave that out. <laughs> so we can do our games, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. We are doing. Which game are we doing first? Okay, so we'll do trivia first. Okay. So we're doing trivia, and we're going to do Would You Rather. Usually we only pick one, but we felt like doing both. <laughs> that was fun to me. So you didn't pick a trivia, just me, right? So yeah, yeah. Okay. So we actually pulled these cards from, what's the game called? Trivia? Uh, it's just Trivial Pursuit Horror Movie Edition. Yeah, and it's we play every now and then and get drunk and thought we'd yeah. throw it on. The... Yeah, fun game. <laughs> All right. Who is the author of the novel that Jaws 1975 adapts? Um, is this one for me? Yeah, yeah, Brendan can guess too, I guess. Yeah. All right. If I, we'll both take a guess. I think it's, oh God, I want to say Michael Crichton. Nope. I'm not, no? Okay. No. <laughs> Brendan, do you have one? It is Peter Blanche. Peter yeah. Blanche. You're right. Yeah. Peter Blanche. Oh, I can't believe I forgot blank I, on that one. I didn't think you were going to get it because you don't read books. But... <laughs> <laughs> Michael Creighton did uh, Dress Park. That's right. Oh, yes. Okay. Peter Benchley. He also had a couple other movies in the 80s, Peter Benchley, but they're not known. They're like lesser movies. One was called The Beast, I believe. Okay. Look into that. Yeah. I, he had a couple... somebody, somebody just recently put that out on 4K. Um, Yes, they did actually. You're right. Yeah, I don't I don't know the company did it, but I've seen it flying around. I haven't picked it up yet. You no, know, me neither. Yeah, it's another eighties movie that I'm I heard. I heard's good. I've never seen it. Uh Hostel Part Three, two thousand and eleven, changes the primary location of the film series from Slovakia to what American city? Ooh. I've never this seen is this tough. Movie. I've never, never seen, seen it? it either. I don't know I if I've seen it. I don't think I have. Yeah, you watched it. The third one? Yep. I watched it while painting. No? I I don't know. I know you watched it here. Yeah, I was painting the house. <laughs> Watching it on my phone. <laughs> We're going with an American city, though? Yeah. All right. We'll see who can get closer then. <laughs> a random guess. I will go with... I'll go with boston okay 
I'll go with Los Angeles. Las Vegas. Oh, <laughs> you win though, because that's that's close. <laughs> I was either that or I was gonna say New York. I was like, God, oh, that might be just like too American. Yeah. Uh, what is the name of the hotel the Torrance family are caretakers to in The Shining? That is called the. Oh no. <laughs> I know this. Oh, you guess first, Brendan. <laughs> I know you know it. Yeah, I know. I know. You it. know it. I, I okay, know give it. Me, yeah. Give me one second here. <laughs> um. Oh. I I can't believe I'm blanking this. I literally have a picture of this on my wall out in my living room. <laughs> it's the pressure of the game. <laughs> I know. My brain don't work. All right, you you give this to me. I need this. Me? What is it? Uh, it's the Overlook Hotel. Yeah. The Overlook. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Annabelle 2014, Annabelle is both a person and what inanimate object? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder what. Here's my first win. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with a doll. Oh. <laughs> I'll also go with a doll. <laughs> oh, you guys are both right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, (laughs) the original michael myers mask in halloween 1978 was created using an actual halloween mask of what actor i had this question once yeah yeah Yeah, it's uh mr william shatner see i agree yeah you're right (laughs) and in the host 2006 of what sport is namju an acclaimed champion oh i haven't seen this one I have seen this, but I haven't seen this since it came out. And it is, it's a good movie. This is uh, Boone, what's his name? The guy that did Parasite, Boone Jong something. I know you're talking about, yeah. Yes. I Um, I just know what the monster looks like and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a giant, like, what do you, what would you call it? Like a, a sperm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks like a giant bird with teeth. Um, the sport. Oh, jeez, ping pong, archery, archery. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what my guess was going to be. Really? Yeah. Just was because, it really? Just because we watched uh, what's that TV show? Um, fuck, it's uh, it was huge. This year, the zombie TV show. Oh, I forget what it's called. The Netflix one. Um, zombie TV. Oh, yeah. South Korean. Yes, you're it, right. I can't remember. In archery. One of us, they're dead. Or... All of us are All dead. Us yeah. are dead. There yeah. it is. Yes. Yeah. Archery is yeah. archery's a huge thing in there. Yeah, true. When I say one of us are dead, I said <laughs> <laughs> one person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, so we got some <laughs> would you rather. We also grabbed these from a game we have. It's called Pick Your Poison. And we played it for the first time on New Year's and it was a lot of fun. So I thought we'd throw Ooh. this in. It's not horror related, it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. We're just gonna do two, Brendan and I will read two rounds each. Yep. All right. So would you rather stick a needle in your eye or drop kick your newborn baby nephew? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm definitely going with drop kicking the baby <laughs> because I, I could a... not do a needle in my eye. Yeah, I'm doing the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. I have a death, <laughs> a fear of needles, so yeah. sticking one in my eye. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I think babies are getting kicked on this day. <laughs> do you want me to read the next one? Or you... No, we'll take turns. Okay, I'll read the next one. Okay. So you get one minute heads up every time you have to poop <laughs> or you break into a sperm bank and drink everything. Oh. That's a pretty easy, easy one. You want the one minute heads up? Yeah, you don't want a head, minute. What head... if you're not near a bathroom? Well, I guess it doesn't matter. No, but at least you know you're going to poop. That is better than drinking an entire sperm bank. Yeah, I would just live with anxiety that I'd have to be by a bathroom at all times. <laughs> got it 60 would seconds. Wreck the rest of your life. Yeah. Wrecking the rest of your life compared to. Or you drink, or you break into a sperm. That's bank a lot of sperm. Once. Sperm is thick. <laughs> Especially when it's still being dethawed. <laughs> okay, I'm going with the heads up too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's, that's okay. another. That, that's brutal. Okay, would you rather bring a sex doll everywhere you go, or see dead people wandering around everywhere you go? Oh, those ones kind of went together. Hmm. Sex doll or dead people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with dead people. Yeah. Sex doll would probably get you in trouble. Yeah. You end up in prison. That might be dead. cool. <laughs> to see dead people, maybe. They might be scary yeah. too. It might be scary, but you'd get used yeah. to it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm gonna go with seeing dead people too. Yeah. Yeah, dead people's definitely a better answer there. <laughs> it actually it could be fun because you could like make a job out of it. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. You become a medium or yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right all brendan right. what you got here the last one so would you rather make a living scamming the elderly or poop every time you sit down or poop a little every time you sit down oh that's so mean <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I, don't, no. I don't think i could scam old people i think i oh. every time you sit down i'm just gonna stand <laughs> forever or Fall back and flop and lay down on bed. <laughs> I'll never sit. I guess it's only like a little poop, but I I don't know. I that's tough. I'm I'm not scamming old people. I guess I'll have a little poopy. I'm coming for the old people. I'm scamming you. I'm scamming the old people too. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Screw them. I couldn't imagine that. Aww. <laughs> that's funny you need to buy new tr new boxers every fucking 10 minutes <laughs> yeah yeah i do a lot of sitting so i would be uh in mountains of shit basically <laughs> not good. that's not good <laughs> all right that uh wraps up our games and stuff so our next episode do you want to announce it is winter themed movies yeah, so we're going to watch a bunch of winter horror movies this week, and then we'll pick a few to talk about on our next episode, and we'll do some fun facts. It won't be deep diving, but and it'll be spoiler-free. We'll do spoiler-free so people can get some ideas. Yeah. 
So if you weren't tired of looking outside in the snow, you may as well look at your TV and watch some snowy <laughs> movies. Yeah, why not? I love winter. I love winter theme movies. Do you? Yeah, I think that, I don't know. There's something about them. I like them a lot. I like winter themed movies, but I don't like winter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan either. I haven't been outside in a week though, because my back. So is it cold out? No, it is today. It is. Today it yeah. is. It's going to be above zero though next week. Yeah, next week it starts to warm up again. Yeah, a little bit. It's weird. Oh, weird good. winter. Good. Um, Bo, do you want to plug your Instagram account for us? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, it's it's just Critic After Dark. That's all I actually have. I don't have Facebook. I don't. I don't do YouTube. I don't do nothing. It's just Instagram, Critic After Dark, and all I do is just rank movies for fun. Nothing major. Just watch them and I rank them as I go. I like seeing your rankings because I like to see what every different person's into. So it's always interesting. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I I I did it. Like I go on other people's stuff for years and years. And then when I met Brandon outside and he talked about Instagram, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't even know Instagram existed. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know what Instagram was. So when he said it to me, I didn't pay attention. And then the next time he came, he mentioned it again and said he had a podcast on there. Or, or sorry, Rana is gonna he's gonna start a podcast. And I was so I looked into it and I was like, wow, this is cool. So yeah, that's why I started the Instagram account. Oh, I owe it all to Brendan. <laughs> I like your posts. Do they actually? It doesn't look like you don't know what you're doing because your posts well, look really good. That's because it's my wife. <laughs> coming up with the photos <laughs> she does i do the ranking she does all the putting it on instagram for me oh she's a keeper <laughs> yeah. hey, you, yeah. you do a lot of it too yeah i do yeah i do a lot of the photo taking for our account but yeah, that's yeah right. i wouldn't even have to start with that so thank god <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on i it's love nice. that you picked yep. hatchet because that was a great movie to watch again yeah it's a fun one fun one <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. I will plug her account. Yeah. So we are our life in horror once again, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. If you want to send us an email at our life in horror at hotmail.com. If you have any movie suggestions or if you want to come on, or if you have any criticism for us since we're still new. <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid to let us know what we could do better. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. And thanks again, Bo. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.